1: Hey Mousecapades listeners, this is Vicki and I'm here with Stephanie and our colleagues Gina and Sarah from Your Story Travel Company. We hope that you're all safe and happy and healthy. This is episode 550 and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast.
0: Today we'll be sharing with you all of our latest Disney rumors and news. Hold on tight because we have a lot for you coming up. If you are looking to reschedule or to book a trip, one of our agents would be glad to help. Just email them today at info at yourstorytravel.com or visit their site at yourstorytravel.com for your free quote.
1: So I'm going to uh, start off with an update from something that we talked about last week. So the People Mover is dear to my family's heart, and I know a lot of other people's as well. And we had already said that it was going to be closed until November, and now they're saying that it's going to be closed at least until November the 28th. 2020. Now, this extension just keeps growing every week. I'm fine if it keeps extending, but I just want them to say that it's coming back, because I'm pretty sure my husband is going to be in mourning if he has to go to the Magic Kingdom and never ride the People Mover again.
2: You know that is one ride I
1: have never ridden.
3: What? I know! Wow. That's the one we go on when the kids are tired of walking around the park.
1: And And you cool off... And if you're lucky, not lately, but if you're lucky, maybe now, I don't know, but it's not open right now. When the crowds are down, this would be perfect because you could just do the universal signal and they'd let you stay on. If there's not a large crowd. They'll just let you keep staying on. We rode it like four or five times one time where the kids were riding Space Mountain over and over and over. I
2: guess we're just always rushing to the next thing with, you know, because we have
1: all teenage kids. So Right. It's very relaxing. Anyways, so we reported last week that there were going to be Halloween cavalcades starting at the Magic Kingdom, and so they started this week, and I thought we would give you a little update on those. There's a Mickey, Minnie, Pluto, Donald, and Daisy cavalcade, or cavalcade, however you say that, sorry, and they were the same people, or what they would have been dressed up if we would have had Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween, and Mickey was dressed up as a Happy vampire, which I don't even he didn't have fangs. I thought that was interesting, but he was supposed to be like a vampire. Minnie is but a, didn't pink- have a cape? Yeah, and a hat and a top hat. But hmm. he's supposed to, But I just thought it was interesting. Then Minnie is a pink and purple butterfly. Pluto's dressed as a lion, which he's a very colorful lion. Because it looks like somebody took um construction paper like you do if you remember in elementary school where you would roll the paper with a pencil that's what it looked like all the way around it's super cute but it was a very colorful lion um donald was some sort of superhero which i could and it could just be his own superhero character that he created himself and daisy was a good witch she was dressed up in a um, purple and green costume i don't know why i have pink and purple but a purple and green costume and the person that I was watching on YouTube said that it reminded him of Elphaba from Wicked. I don't know if that's true, but it was a cute little costume. And some of the cast members are also dressed up in their Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween costumes that they would have been had we had it. And they, the Emporium cast members are also wearing Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween attire that they would have had. Those are really bright and colorful outfits if you haven't seen them.
0: Well, at least they get the experience of wearing the fun outfits and it it feels a little bit like Halloween there.
1: Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah.
0: Love it. So speaking of that, the villain cavalcade is amazing. It's jam-packed with some of the most amazing villains in Disney history. As we mentioned last week, Gaston leading that cavalcade on a horse, and we think that might have been borrowed from Merida. Then there's Maleficent. The bowler hat guy from Meet the Robinsons.
3: It is I, Mike Yagubian. And don't call me Goob! How many evil villains do you know who can pull off a name like Goob? Blech!
0: The Big Bad Wolf, the Queen of Hearts, Captain Hook, Jafar, and of course the evil queen are all seen packed onto this cavalcade and they're dancing to the song It's Good to Be Bad. Um,
1: That's from... Oh, Descendants. Yeah, it's from Descendants. It's such a cute song. I know. I really liked it. I thought it was perfect.
3: It is. It's a lot
0: of fun. So it's really nice to see that they have a nice mix of the old villains and the new villains. And we're just keeping our eyes open to see if any other villain friends get added throughout the season, as they sometimes do. So speaking of cavalcades, uh,
2: there is a Pooh and Friends Halloween cavalcade as well. They're riding in the Magic Kingdom Trolley, sporting their Halloween costumes. Pooh is a bumblebee carrying his honey pot. Piglet is yellow and green butterfly. Tigger is a pirate, and Eeyore is a clown. We think Eeyore being a clown is sort of ironic, since Eeyore is always so depressed and down. Also, Chip and Dale still have their raft that floats around Tom Sawyer's Island. Their costumes make them look like they're skeletons, but they have capes that make them look kind of like bats, too. So we're not quite sure if they're bat skeletons or two costumes in one or what you all can come to your own conclusion.
1: (laughs) It was really interesting looking, I thought.
3: I know. I I, I don't know. It is weird. I'm just glad they have them. I think I get that Eeyore being a clown because there are sad clowns. Oh, right. I get it. I understand what you're doing there, Disney. I thought maybe they were just
1: trying to hope that they would make Eeyore happy.
3: (laughs) 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 So I, in my opinion, I'm going to share with you what might be the best cavalcade. (laughs) And this is the Nightmare Before Christmas cavalcade. I I love that this movie from 1993 is still a big hit at Disney. So with this cavalcade, you will find Jack and Sally, and of course, Boogie Boogie. And these characters usually have the longest meet and greet lines during Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween parties. So it's really nice to see that they got their own cavalcade. Disney hasn't released a schedule, but we've heard that the villains and Nightmare Before Christmas cavalcades haven't been spotted every day. Hmm. Um, So we just don't want anyone to be disappointed if you show up at the parks and you don't see them. So we're hoping that the closer we get to Halloween, the more often they'll bring all four cavalcades out. So we'll keep you posted as we find out more.
2: You know, honestly, I hope they keep these cavalcades.
1: No, I do too. Because...
2: my kids don't they like to see the characters but they don't
1: like to stand in line you know well I just think for a while it's going to have to stay that way just because of social distancing it would cut down on think about all the security the cast members have to run security telling people no these people have been standing here for two hours this is their spot you can't just come in and take it at the last minute and just all that it's I feel like it's knocked a lot of that stuff out which is good
3: I wonder, logistically speaking, how much like the princess meet and greets, how much crowd does that absorb? And all the different meet and greets in the park, does that help keep lines down in other places? So if they start bringing people back into the parks, is that a method they use to help control numbers and other rides that are bigger? I mean I don't know. We're not big meet and greet people, so I don't not used to standing in those lines, but I can imagine they can get very long. Oh, well, they do. Yeah.
1: Does Lucy have a favorite princess that she wants to see every time? Um Cinderella. She loves seeing Cinderella. Does she have a permanent spot besides in the castle? No. Oh, um okay. I don't I don't think so either.
2: Yeah.
1: That seems kind of crazy since her castle's there. Right. (laughs) We always stand in line for Stitch. Stitch is our go too. Mm. So the Halloween decor also came out. And uh, we noticed that the scarecrows with pumpkin heads are not adjoining the park this year. And the rumor has it that it's not going to be arriving. So they're like Hmm. minimizing things. Also, when you first enter the Magic Kingdom and you look up at the train station, it usually has all that um, autumn decoration and it is not there as well. Plus, they did not change out the flowers right there at the entrance either where everybody takes their picture. Hmm. And um, I'm just guesstimating. I don't know this for sure that Disney's just, again, trying to tighten their purse strings because we know that the money is not where they would like it to be right now. And so we're just gonna have to watch and see. I've been keeping really close um, eye on that kind of stuff, watching YouTube videos and looking at research and stuff to find out if they're gonna change that, but they would have done it by now, I'm pretty sure. Just kind of sad. Think that's,
3: that's interesting because I've noticed on my shopping trips to Target, the Halloween candy and decorations that usually go up right after school supplies come away are just like kind of trickling in the shelves aren't full and it's not the usual sight that you see around this time. And it's got me thinking, I wonder, is it a supply issue, which you wouldn't think would be an issue for Disney because these are things that they have in warehouses that they're pulling out seasonally. But could it be also that they're limiting the amount of staff they have Um, just coming in contact with other staff so they just don't have the amount of people there to put these things up like they normally would.
2: And I think there's a shortage on like what factories and stuff are making too.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: You know, because if you go to the grocery store some of the um, shelves and stuff are still empty for certain things. And it's just because they haven't started making them again.
1: Well, um, the other thing is I didn't think about that how um what do you call those places that sell flower nurseries how many mums and stuff were grown because that's usually what I remember seeing at the front of the park was like different colored mums and stuff and I haven't seen that many out now granted I don't really go in stores but I do drive by by stores and I don't see the enormous amount of them like schnooks which I know use a St. Louis based restaurant I mean um grocery store but when we used to pass there, they were like lined up and they're not like that this year. So maybe it is a production or like the farmers couldn't keep up with what they thought or they were afraid to grow too many. You just never know. And I don't know about you guys' states, and I haven't heard anything in our state, but the bordering state, Illinois, I heard was canceling Halloween.
2: They haven't decided here in Kentucky. Um, but I did see where people said if they were, it's probably just a joke, but if they were going to cancel Halloween, that they were going to protest and have their kids dress up anyway and still go door to door. <laughs> Even because they're not stopping protests here. <laughs>
3: right. And we haven't had any direction in North Carolina, but um, I know in our neighborhood specifically, it's always been sort of a tradition for people to set up at the end of their driveways. There's not as much walking up to houses here. Um, so I think we'd, be fairly okay and there's been a lot of talk about bagging candy individually so kids just grab a bag out of like a big bowl of some sort and then just go like that. I, I think it would work out okay and maybe just limit the number of houses we go to but you know we'll see. We were just talking with our neighbor about doing a like a butterfly
0: net or of some sort Oh, fun! having it like that. That's where you could still stay a little bit distance and yeah. put out your net, drop it in my net, please.
3: <laughs> One of you the guys. videos where they
2: do the
0: big PVC pipes. Sometimes get
3: ready to Cincinnati
2: did that. He stuck it to his um, stairs so that he can just put the candy in it and it'll go down into their bag. Oh, like it's a cool.
1: That's fun. That's the day I'm coming Gotta back get from Christmas. creative so. with it. Yeah, I My mean,
2: kids decided they're not going
1: trick-or-treating this year, so... Oh. I have no trick-or-traders anymore. Just turn off the lights and buy a big bag of candy, well, you are all set. we always have a, like, a
2: kind of Halloween-slash-birthday party at my in-laws. Because, you know, my birthday's the next day. So they... We always, you know, have cake and chili and candy and all kinds of stuff. Well, that's too fun.
0: Anyways... Um, Vicky, was that... Did you
1: I was include
0: that one? Okay. So uh, we have some big news as far as Disney's water parks. They are going to continue to be closed until at least March of 2021. Typhoon Lagoon and Blizzard Beach are slated to open on March 7th of 2021. Of course, that is pending the government approval. Um, and so this means that these parks have and will have been closed for an entire year. That's a long time that these parks have been closed. As you know, the date could always change because Disney has no idea what's gonna happen with COVID. Um, But their goal right now is March 7th of 2021. The Platinum Plus and the Platinum Pass holders will be receiving a refund based on the dates they were purchased and it's going to be prorated based on the days that are left in your pass. Sad news, but at least there's a date? I don't know. I don't know how to... <laughs> I'm trying I to see the in the tunnel, but it's a long time away. I'm just, just wondering... wondering. Go, ahead. Go, ahead. <laughs> Go ahead.
2: Go ahead. Well, and depending on what happens with you know, this COVID thing, um, it may they may end up opening sooner. You just
1: never know. So they're prorating their um, money back, but are they assuming those people are not going to be pass holders? Because I would rather them just move that money forward. I already spent it, you know, as a Right, yeah. So I think that's interesting. I guess people are asking for refunds. I, I didn't understand that part too much. Yeah, I don't get it either. So
2: starting November 6th, um, the Magic Kingdom will have extended park hours. Um, the Magic Kingdom will now be open 9am to 7pm and beginning November 27th with the Festival of the Holidays, Epcot will begin their new park hours of 12pm to 8pm. As of now, Hollywood Studios and Animal Kingdom's hours remain the shortened times, but we do know that you should check the website if you are going. That is because we know on September 26th, Disney will be keeping both of these parks open an
1: extra hour.
2: So be sure to listen and we will keep on top of the latest park times
1: as they become available to us. So I'm not sure what's going on there because I I'm not know if they're testing it out to see how it is to add it, but I feel like one week they're telling us one thing and right. next week they're telling us something yep. else. So I feel like, I hope the listeners really are listening because I feel like it's been a yo-yo lately.
0: Well, it's been for so long. They've been saying shortened hours, shortened hours, shortened. Like we've, we've reported monthly that again, it's extended. They're going to be short. So right, step in the right direction.
3: Yeah. They're probably trying to help people out for the holidays and I mean, it's still gonna be a big time, regardless of changes. I mean, it's still Christmas at Disney World, so. You know, and I would, just
2: my personal preference, I would rather they open the park later and be, you know, open longer in the evening. Cause, I mean, I personally like the parks at night.
1: Yep, they're special.
3: Yeah, so to build on some somewhat exciting news, I have some very exciting news. The Tron Coaster at the Magic Kingdom has a construction milestone. The first of four canopy pieces was installed this week. So these pieces will create that wave, light-changing canopy that appears over the top of the ride. If you've had the opportunity to see it in any videos, um, you'll know what I'm talking about. So, at this time, it is still slated to open in 2021 for the 50th anniversary of the Magic Kingdom. And, I, y'all, I can't wait to see this and ride it. It is going to be tremendous. We'll Tell just watch the videos.
1: The videos that you watch, like, from, was it Shanghai that has it? Yeah, it's Shanghai. I think so. They have all the cool techie stuff that we don't mm-hmm. have. We have the older stuff that they had to practice on. That's what I feel like. <laughs> We're going to practice on Disney World and see how we like it, and then we'll put it somewhere in those other countries. So this news is going to be adjusted a little bit as I speak, but the Disneyland (laughs) listeners, the governor of California made an announcement this uh, last week saying that he was going to be making an announcement soon related to the theme parks and amusement parks reopening. We, we had told you last week that they had put some signs up about health and safety. And this week they put out signs about reservations. So it seems that they're going to be using the same system that Disney World is using where the people have to have a reservation to that park. And the Disneyland resorts are showing that they're accepting reservations beginning on October 16th. However, today's news is that they are going to make an announcement tomorrow, but it's not going to be about the reopening of Disneyland parks so um, yeah Gina and I were a little we were talking about that before everybody got on tonight and we're confused (laughs) confused. what are you announcing (laughs) I mean we just you know we're confused so we're sorry Disneyland I'm I have a glimmer of hope for you the fact that they're doing all this signage because that's a lot of money to put out if they're not planning on opening at least sometime in the near future
0: Oh, boy. (laughs) Just open already, right? I know. Um, I feel sorry for them. I do, too. Speaking of reopening, this is small, but the Carnival Games have reopened in the dinosaur section of Animal Kingdom. So if you're visiting Animal Kingdom, you could try out your luck at winning a small plush toy. The prizes are new, which is great, because now you can get your <laughs> your branded Dinosaur Land Dinosaur, which Lucy would have been ecstatic about. She loved dinosaurs when we went last. Or you could win the Mickey and Minnie sporting t-shirt with the Dino Land theme on them. Of course, playing those carnival games isn't the cheapest. It's $5 per game for your shot at winning. Um, Disney does have plenty of sanit- uh, sanitation in place to keep you safe. Well, since you're touching things, other people are touching, uh, and that'll keep you able to play these games safely.
3: I'm just gonna throw it out there. This is my least favorite part of the parks because it feels like a fair Old to day. me, and I yeah, don't, I don't care like it either. For it. <laughs> so, when did the ra- the carnival
0: like
1: stop? When? How long has it been closed? The carnival games. I think that it never reopened when they reopened in July. I mean, last
0: time I was there, I didn't even notice that anybody was playing. Oh. I just don't...
1: Does it... When you're there, are there a ton of people playing the actual games? I don't really notice because, I, I mean, it's terrible. Yeah, no, I, I don't notice don't really, either. I don't really walk through that area. I walk by it to get to Dinosaur, but I don't think that I ever really noticed. $5 is a lot of money, and I realized... Yeah. But don't call it a carnival game. Carnival games used to be we won't talk about how how much it was when I was a kid, but a dollar <laughs> or two would even be pushing it. But at $5? Yeah, per shot. Is that yeah, one Yeah, but
2: that's pretty much what it is at carnivals nowadays too. Is, is it, it really? really? Yeah.
1: I haven't been to a carnival in a while either.
2: Me either. I mean, we uh, my husband spent 30 bucks on one kid just trying to win something before, so it's like crazy. the
1: money, get the toy, you know? <laughs> Can we just pay you and save us all this time and trouble? <laughs> right. Because they want to so, look like a hero for their kids.
2: Yeah. So, some Disney Cruise Line news. Um, I know we kind of ta- touched on it last week because we thought that there was some light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, apparently, there is not. Um, they have now suspended all departures through mid
3: December.
2: Uh, The website has been updated to say that all departures have been suspended through at least December 6th. Disney says that they are, and I quote, refining health and safety protocols, and they are waiting for a direction from the CDC. So Disney extended their suspension of the cruise. Um, I have heard that today they did submit the stuff uh, to the CDC. So we are just waiting to hear back for what the CBC is going to say. If it's a yes, no, whatever. Just a reminder, if you book a cruise by October 31st, 2020, you have 15 days to cancel and or change your cruise without penalty. The Disney wish ship has officially been delayed, which is a bummer this is the fifth Disney cruise ship that was scheduled to sail in January of 2022. And at this time, they haven't released a new, you know, release date. I mean, it's a
3: bummer, but I get it. Yeah, I mean, they're gonna be... Cruise ships are notorious for being petri dishes of illness.
2: (laughs) But I do have to say, Disney is very very hands-on about their cleaning um just from when we went I mean whenever you go into a restaurant or when you get off the ship and on the ship they have the hand sanitizer stuff there you have to wash your hands before you get on the ship you know or even go into a restaurant it's a must like they even stand outside the doors of the restaurants and hand you the wipes to wash your hands so
0: I do think Disney is very on top of that I think most cruise ships are though, because I've been on several different uh, cruise ships um, and they have all, like that is just part of the protocol is everybody yeah. has to put on hand sanitizer before entering any of the eating areas. I did look today at uh,
2: the recommendations that they are wanting to put in place. And it's pretty much basically like what they're doing at the parks. You have to wear masks, mask, six feet apart, you know, that kind of thing. And then they're going to put in place some protocols for screening before you get on the ship. What those look like, as of right now, it looks like it's just the temperature checks and, you know, the questionnaire and stuff like that.
3: I didn't get a chance to read it yet, but was there anything about reducing the capacity on ships?
2: Yeah, I talked about it, but it didn't go into detail about how much. My guess is going
0: to be anywhere between 50% and 70 I wonder if they'll do temp checks daily, you know, if it's just when you get on the ship, they'll do a temp check, or if it's like every day of your cruise, you'll be checked again. And what would happen if suddenly you got a fever when you're on board? Right.
2: Well, for what it looked like it was just gonna be when you got on the ship. And then it did say that if one of the cast members was coming from home and we're going to be out, well, for five days before shipping out, they had to have a COVID test. So as long as that came back negative, then they could continue to work and go on the ships. Cause I mean, these guys are out for five or six months at a time anyway. That's a good. That's a good protocol to have too.
3: Mm-hmm. Craziness. Yeah so let's head back to california there is a new star wars trading post that is opened in downtown disney in anaheim it is in place of the wonderground gallery which means that the wonderground gallery is gone for good so sorry if you were a fan of that um (laughs) they have added galaxy's edge theming to the store you can buy many of the items that you can buy in galaxy's edge like lightsabers and costumes. And other fun Star Wars merch. And Sprinkles has reopened in Disneyland just in time for the seasonal Cracker Jack and pumpkin spice cupcakes. So if you like those, there you go. I was trying to imagine.
1: Yeah, that's what I was trying to imagine. Cracker Jack.
3: Yeah, I don't. I wonder if it's like like a
1: salted caramel type. I would think that would be good, but I could almost see them. Like a salted caramel icing and then putting Cracker Jacks on top of, you know, to get that yeah. crunch. crumbled Cracker Jacks or something. Mm-hmm. I did not see any pictures of that. I, I definitely want to sure to look for that. So, Alani sadly is canceling reservations through mid October. At this point, they're not mentioning a reopening date because I'm I don't think that they are really sure how this is going to go. Um, obviously, people are not really traveling, and I'm not sure. Disney can afford to open up that whole resort now. I do feel sorry for the people that work there because that means right. that they're not working. I don't uh, even
2: know if they're allowing travel to Hawaii right now. Really, I wasn't sure. I haven't heard because I knew they were shut down. Like they weren't letting anybody, any tourists in
1: for it just a while. I makes don't, me sad. I don't, that's a long time for people not to work. I you know, especially in a place where they rely on tourists. Yeah. So the reservations have been canceled up to October 17th, which I find is very funny because that's my birthday. Um, But if you have a reservation during the time up until the 17th, they're encouraging you or telling you can cancel your reservation um, without any imposed penalties. But uh, we'll be watching closely as we are with everything else to see if they're, they give us a reopening date or if it gets pushed again. So I am sorry, I hate bringing the bearer bad news. I feel like we've got a lot of good news today though. Well, we talked about cruises, we talked about
0: Alani, so I'll go ahead and talk a little bit about Adventures by Disney. They have extended their date change policy. Most of these adventures have been extended through November 30th of 2020. Trips after this date are going to be evaluated. So Disney has a temporary date change policy in place that allows guests to change their reservations and receive 100% credit towards a future trip. Guests that are booked December 1st of 2020 to February 28th of 2021 are going to receive an extended final payment date. And that final payment is going to now be due 90 days before their departure for their adventure. It's sad. Yeah,
1: but you have good news
0: I do have good
2: news so the Disney Fast Fast Pass system will be back for 2021 Um, if you've already booked a trip for January and February you will be able to enjoy the return of the Fast Pass systems at Disney World also new attractions will be opening at Tokyo Disneyland Enchanted Tale of Beauty and the Beast was scheduled to open in April 2021 but the new opening date is September 28th 2021. Also opening on this date will be the Happy Ride with Baymax, The Big Pop, a variety of flavored popcorn store and Minnie's Style Studio. The new show Mickey's Musical World will open at a later date. These delays are all because of the COVID pandemic. Darn COVID.
0: But that's great news about Fast Passes. I know. I I saw that the other day. I was like, oh, yay! Even though line line wait times are so short right now, it just feels like a win when you have that Fast Pass in your hand. Like, you have something
3: prepared for your day, (laughs) and you know that you'll get on just fine. So I have some more good news out of Tokyo. Tokyo Disneyland and Tokyo Disney Seas are resuming their character meet and greets. Y'all, that's big. Yeah. They began on Saturday, September 19th. The meet and greets use an entry request system, which can be accessed through the Disney Tokyo Resort app. And right now you can meet Mickey, Donald, Duffy, or Mickey and Minnie together. So that's awesome. So So masked characters.
1: And that one makes sense to me because... That does make sense. That is way thicker than the mask that we're wearing, and it, it appears to be working for us, so I think that'll work.
0: And also when their heads are that big, like, you can't really yeah. get all that close <laughs> to, like, you're immediately distance.
1: Yeah, and some of them, like, Goofy is so far away from most normal-sized people, <laughs> especially right. children. I think that they should definitely still have those, but more good news. Mobile ordering is coming to table service restaurants. And I, yes, you did, you heard me correctly. The mobile app has a place where you can order um, to go food from a table service restaurant like you would outside of a regular park like Applebee's or Chili's or something like that. It works like the mobile order, you select an arrival window and you select the items from the menu. The difference is the food is made to order so that when it, you tell them you're there, then they start making the food and the wait time could be a little bit longer. Now, it is only at Sanaa at Animal Kingdom right now But the rumor is that it's going to be expanding to other table service restaurants, which I feel like is going to be good for Disney because we've talked Mm -hmm. about how people are not doing table service because they don't feel comfortable. But if they do the carry out, it can be like the system that we have going here to try to help support these businesses and keep them in business. But the people were super excited that it's an hour was because you could get the bread service to go. And that's like their biggest seller.
0: I love Sanam. It's one of my favorites. I think it'll be neat. It'll
2: be nice for, especially like when they, you know, if it's going to be around, when they open the parks back up. Remember when on the the so hard to get reservations you can't get them. So you'll be able to still get food from there.
1: And take it to a nice outside seat.
2: Exactly. There you go.
0: So there's, speaking of food, there is a new festival booth at Epcot um, that has opened and this some guests are claiming it is the best booth out of all of them. It's called Flavors from Fire, and it opened this past week. It has funny names for their menu items because it's hosted by the NFL on ESPN. So there's a corned beef dish, a chimichurri steak dish, and the swine brine, and they've all returned to this booth. And there's also a new s'mores whoopie pie.
1: That sounds good. That does sound good. Mm. I want to know if in the middle of the whoopie pie is mush is marshmallow instead of. I was wondering the same thing. Sounds yummy.
0: I, I bet there is. That's that's my
1: assumption.
0: Nar- Narcosis at the
2: Grand Floridian has now started accepting reservations. This started this past Sunday, since as far as we know, all of the NBA players have left the resort. With their departure, Disney is slowly opening everything back up. Hollywood Scoops at Hollywood Studios has also reopened. The menu is a bit smaller at the moment, but you can still get hand-scooped ice cream when you need a cool treat.
0: I wonder what the purpose of keeping their menu smaller is.
1: I don't know. But a lot of places are doing that. Right, but
0: places that you have to make the food i get because then you have to hire more people like more chef i would assume but this is an ice cream shop like you're just scooping the ice cream so why can't you have all the flavors
1: i think it's the prep because the stuff that i saw on the menu um on a youtube video was like easy stuff like a couple scoops of ice cream and throw in a couple of mickey waffles where some of those like banana split or ever how long would take it to make that like scoop all that ice cream put the bananas put all the toppings then the whipped cream and the cherry so okay that's the only thing I'm thinking I, I don't honestly know that but makes I mean, sense I'm sure that they have they're glad ice cream is backed.
0: I was just picturing that instead of having all of the flavors to choose from they're limiting the amount of flavors that
1: are being served and I'm like why why would that even matter? no I don't think it's that they limited like what you could get you could get a shake a sundae, and then I think it's the waffle with two uh, ice cream, two scoops of ice cream and some caramel sauce or something. I don't know. It was was like three items that you could get, but it still looked good.
3: Well, I'm going to make y'all hungry. You ready? Yeah. Ready for this. there are more Halloween treats coming to Disney World. Gasparilla Island Grill at the Grand Floridian has new treats like the Fall Flavors Cupcake. It is a cinnamon spice cupcake topped with a sugar pumpkin and maple buttercream frosting filled with apple pie filling.
2: Okay, that is too many flavors in one.
3: (laughs) Too much? (laughs) You can get it for $5.99. The churro eclair has also returned to Gasparilla Island. It is a classic éclair shell filled with cinnamon mousse and topped with candy pearls in fall colors. It is priced at five forty-nine. If you aren't a fan of cinnamon, you might want to choose another dessert though, because that one is very cinnamony.
1: Cinnamony. Yep. That's hard them.
3: to say. <laughs>
2: just a the cupcake. There was just too many flavors in there. Cinnamon spice cupcake sugar, pumpkin, and maple buttercream frosting, and then the apple pie
1: filling. Maybe if it didn't have the apple pie filling, it'd be more... I was going to say, I kind of think they need to leave the apple pie filling out. Right. Or even if they shot some of that buttercream frosting in the middle of the cupcake, right. would have yep. been... Fine. I was
0: I was drooling until you got to the apple pie, and I like <laughs> apple pie too.
1: Too so much, like, yeah.
0: Just with all those flavors together,
2: it
1: just doesn't sound good. You need one or the other. Yep. I mean, I will still try it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if somebody else bought it, then I'd at least have a bite of it. You know. There are also new desserts at the La Petite uh, Cafe at the Riviera Resort. It is uh, the pumpkin mousse tree is made with pumpkin mousse and pumpkin cheesecake. An autumn spiced cookie base. that They said the cookie tastes like gingerbread. Even if you're not a pumpkin fan, you may love this treat. They also have a new pumpkin drink made with cold brew coffee, homemade pumpkin puree, and fall spices topped with cinnamon whipped cream and caramel crisp pearls. Both of those treats will be available at the La Petite Cafe and the Riviera Resort until November 28th. Now that did sound good.
3: Yeah, the cheesecake, sign me up. <laughs>
0: Mm. love cheesecake. I'm going to have Sarah say the name of this restaurant for us. Go ahead, Sarah. She says it so beautifully. <laughs> L'Artisan de Glace. Okay, at Epcot, they have a pumpkin spice um, ice cream Mctini and it features a scoop of pumpkin spice ice cream with a pumpkin spice macru- ma-
2: macaroon. I've never had one
0: of these. A mac, what are they? How do you say macaroon. it? Macaroon. I've never, ever had a macaroon. I heard they're amazing. They're so good. Never had one. So there's a pumpkin spice macaroon on it. And then a shot of spiced rum that is topped with caramel drizzle. This one's going to set you back $12.25, but it's an alcoholic beverage. So, I mean, they are going to be more expensive. They recommend that you wait for the ice cream to melt just a bit, or you'll be drinking a straight shot of rum.
2: Oh my gosh, that sounds so good, though.
0: Yum. <laughs> yeah, that
3: sounds good.
2: <laughs> at the Confectionary, Bayou they, they gifts at the Contemporary and Storybook Treats in the screen, screen Door Store at 4 Block, you can get a candy corn cupcake. You can get the standard candy corn mini that has a chocolate cake base, vanilla colored frosting, and candy corn collars with chocolate wafer ears and a chocolate bow candy corn mickey is made the same minus the cute mini bow there is also a spiced cupcake version that is sold at the confectionery in the magic kingdom for just five dollars and
3: 19 cents
2: i like candy corn and all but i don't know about a cupcake
3: yeah candy corn is not my jam
1: i i don't really love everybody's spiced cake either i would be afraid to get that as my dessert i want to get something that i know is true blue like chocolate hmm.
3: right. <laughs> i've got some chocolate for you Vicky. okay i'm ready all right moving on to cakes ladies so at disney springs we have our fall treats as well amorettes has a new petite cake that looks like a black candle with little pumpkins all over it that sounds pretty interesting the inside is chiffon cake and cookies and cream mousse. It is described as a very rich dessert and it is priced at $18. Ooh. There is also, but I mean, I think it's like cake. Yeah. Cake cake. Like a big, it's not cake. Like a small thing. Yeah,
1: I don't think it's like a cupcake. No. It's an actual. a like cupcake. It's probably like one of those giant
3: cupcakes. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. Like they're pretty big so there's also the pumpkin mini mousse which is a carrot cake with pumpkin mousse and marshmallow cream mousse that is nine dollars and they also have pumpkin creme brulee for seven dollars that sounds so good yeah all of that sounds really (laughs) yummy all I'm doing I'm is making us lunches. the
2: hungry. listeners are hungry. <laughs> yeah, it was so funny, about you mentioned cakes because I actually picked out my birthday cake and sent it to my husband and asked him if I could get it. He's like, "Your birthday's not even for another month and a half." <laughs> you got to order ahead. But it's a, it's a mini cake
1: with the ears. It looks like a pumpkin, like the pumpkins. Oh, cute! They hang. It's so cute. Oh, that is cute. Sunshine Churros at Disney Springs has released three new flavors for the fall season. Strawberry Cheesecake Churro with a side of frosting for dipping, an Apple Pie Churro, and the Pumpkin Spice Churro, which also has frosting for dipping. The Strawberry and the Pumpkin Spice are $6.95 because they have dipping sauce. And the Apple Pie Churro is $5.95. They also brought back a Thin Mint Churro, which sounded yummy to me, by the way. (laughs) chocolate and mint frosting on it. So if you like thin mints, you're supposed to love this churro.
2: That would be a baby's
0: alley. She likes churros and she likes mint. So Thin mints are so good. We're going to head on over to the Polynesian now to find out about the new Alumel treat. Alumel is a turtle and a friend of Duffy the bear and he's typically only found at Alani but he's traveled to Disney World's Polynesian bringing along with him some snacks. He has an Alumel Dole Whip. We all love our Dole Whip. Yum. And an Alumel cupcake. Down in the gift shop, there is a variety of Alumel gifts like keychains, stuffed toys, shirts, and more. Alani is of course closed right now, so Alumel is just visiting the mainland.
1: He's kind of cool though. Super cute. Turtle. I mean, I love crush from Finding Nemo, but I this turtle is cute in its own different way.
2: I wonder what the dual cuter whip has in it.
1: What'd you say? I wonder what the dual whip has in it. I don't know. And what did you say, Steph? I said he's, he's cuter than Crush. I don't know if he's cuter. He's just cute in a different yeah, right. way. I mean turtles it, are just pretty adorable. <laughs> it was super smart of somebody to think of that. While Alani, they probably shipped the stuff over from Hawaii. 'Cause they have all this merch there and it's just sitting on shelves. So Aww. I think yeah, was... I'm
3: looking at his picture now. His head is a little different. But he's, he's cute. cute.
1: He's he's um like a lime green with aqua clothes or like an aqua tint into his shell. I thought he was cute. Aww.
2: just Okay, different. moving on. Food and wine merch is out. The food and wine spirit jersey features a salmon color jersey with Minnie in her chef outfit and has the wording the Queen of Cuisine on the shirt in red glitter writing. The food and wine ears are wine colored secret ears that have a cork pattern bow and plastic red grapes in the center. The headband has Epcot International Food and Wine Festival 2020 embroidered on the side. Okay, I'm
1: sorry, I'm all about the mini ears. Well it has to do with wine. You need to look at those though, because for anybody whose grandma used to have that plastic fruit on their uh Is that what it looks like? That's what the, that's what those <laughs> grape that's what the grapes look like. And I was like, really? The whole the rest of the package is pretty cute. I like the little cork bow and the ears are really like they remind you of wine. And then they, like, took these plastic grapes off grandma's table and stuck them in the middle of it. Oh, well, not their brightest moment, I guess.
3: Oh, yeah, I'm seeing them. <laughs> no, I don't want to look. The, the ears are cute, though. I like the color. I know. That's what I said.
1: They killed it with those it's the plastic
3: grapes. grapes.
1: <laughs> you have to check they it out later. They can do
2: something like, like they did with the little... Um, Balloons and the Oh yeah for ears, the uh, Yeah, you know, I know what you're talking about. they could have done that, like just use purple ones.
3: Yeah. Something, yeah, not feeling the grapes. <laughs> 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 so Minnie and Mickey use crocs have arrived at Disney. And for Star Wars fans, adult silver crocs, sporting everyone's favorite baby Yoda have arrived. Woo-hoo. So you know that these won't be on shelves long, so if you're interested i told you um there is also a new neon lounge fly and that this is going to sell for 75 dollars and it has things on it like the castle space mountain the tiki room mickey bars dole whip and some more and it's in neon on a black back or bag so um you can imagine that the neon green with the black background and it has also been leaving stores quickly. So you might want to jump on to Shop Disney and see if you can get one if that is your interest.
1: Might be on back order. Maybe. Yes. Also- right.
2: I have one more thing. I was gonna
1: say you have to go back and catch that.
2: The Haunted Mansion collection featuring Madame Leota is coming. Woohoo! There is an aqua and lilac plush Minnie Mouse a mug, ears, and more. You will want to check out this spooky collection. It is sure to sell out as fast as the Hana Mansion
1: wallpaper ears masks the mugs. And I got one of the mugs. I know you did. Aww. <laughs> so jealous. These are really cute. I didn't know they were coming out with this thing. Um, and Madame Leota is like um oh, what do you call those? The cameos that the grandmas, the old grandmas used oh, yeah, to wear. Yeah only it, it's Madame leota on it instead of like how cool is that um I don't know, I really, to have a pair of earrings like that I thought it was really creative and they may have earrings i, I don't actually even know but good idea they're really ripping out the ears and the food and I guess that's where we were trying to make up our money in the merch because I mean we've just had a lot of that lately for sure
3: there's a lot of time for you at home to shop. I'm at school and when I come home I don't feel like
1: (laughs) (laughs) so thank you so much to Gina and Sarah for helping us deliver another uh, week of crazy news lots and lots of news lots and lots of merch and food as always that's fun if you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment you email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com or if you'd like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, you can contact us at yourstorytravel.com. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, and our Twitter page, Pod. Be sure to listen
0: to Friday's show as Vicki and her family give us part two of Imagining Like a Disney Imagineer. And if you're interested in receiving the Your Story Travel monthly newsletter um, which is filled with resort reviews packing tips shopping tips history and more contact us at info at com, or message us here at podcast at com, and gina will make sure that you get a copy at the beginning of each month as always thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears the mousecapades podcast
1: Well, girls, I think it's about that time. Disney love. See you real soon. May all your dreams come true. Have a magical day, my friends.